oldie but a goodie. We love it. All right. Um, welcome to Gab and Jam. We're at episode 247. And what are we talking about today? All right. So this is a contentious topic we know, but we figure it's worth exploring because it's been uh, one of the questions that we um, have talked about for decades. Yes. And it's more, more, um, I guess, uh, topical right now. Yes. And it is appropriation or appreciation. Where is the line? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. that's where everybody is "quote unquote" woke now, and so there have been all kinds of things. Some things we agree with, and some things we question, and so that's why we wanted to do this topic. Yeah. All right. So the first thing to ask yourself when you're trying to decide if someone is appropriating or appreciating is: Is it the artist's job to educate the public about their influences, symbols, or content? So can we? step back just a little bit okay. and just kind of define what do we mean or what what do we think people mean by appropriation, appropriation. what 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 you know i mean it's okay um from what i understand okay. it is when you take someone's culture cultural symbols language um just cultural things that mean something to them their traditions yes and use them without I guess I I don't and now it's almost to the point where you use them at all and if it's not your culture right so it used but, to be but, but, attribution but that's what I'm saying but is it using it for profit so meaning this is that let's just say you decide tomorrow hey I want to get up I'm gonna make stir fry okay right and okay. so now you decide you're gonna do the stir fry yeah. you you kind of follow a recipe but you add a little bit of yourself in there yeah. make it for you and your family all oh, y'all love it and that's what you make all the time and you become known in your family as the queen of stir fry right you know right. And it's like oh boy oh boy I love your stuff right, don't, don't right. right. Then later, you know, kids go out, they have dinner someplace, and they actually have this stir fry at some Chinese restaurant. Like, whoa, it's not as good as my mom's stir fry. You know, <laughs> right. so is that appropriation, mm, or is it a situation question. where, hey, you open a place called, you know, Vicky's Soul Food, <laughs> and a part of that is your great stir fry, and so the stir fry is on the menu, and now people come in, they have that stir fry, and they're, oh, I just love it, you right. know, oh, this is this great, this is like the Soul Food stir fry. I mean, is that the type of appropriation oh. what we're talking about, where it's like? Hey, you've taken this thing, this culture, right? And you've now appropriated and made it a part of black culture. Right. You know, and, and, and I always feel like, and the reason why I'm asking that question okay. is that because of the nature in which black people were brought to America. Right. You know, yeah. we were brought and we were kind of stripped away from our culture. Yeah. We were put in a position mm -hmm. where we were almost forced mm -hmm. to appropriate yeah. European culture. Right, right. Because we, right. Right. we had to assimilate. We had, had to assimilate. We had to do these things, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, the, the, the food, the this, the yeah. that. Yeah, the language, but, the everything. All that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. The language, when you think about slang in the way that is whatever they call uh, Ebonics or Black Speak now, mm -hmm. you know, um, when you think about that, that is an appropriation mm -hmm. of European language, mm -hmm. the English language, mm -hmm. and kind of putting our own spin on it. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know? So I don't think it matters if there's a, a money attached to it because right. 
They talk about that. I've heard. Uh, we probably should have gotten our daughter in on this conversation. Yeah, I should have. Um, but um, there is talk that if someone says uh, child, like, you know, a, a, you know, oh, child. child. Right, right. right. Yeah, right. You know. That that has been a, a thing where if if Caucasian, you know, podcasters oh, yeah. or whatever use things like that, like, honey child and, you know, and things like that, that it is being a pro that is cultural appropriation See, even if they're not making money on it it's just that the way they express themselves and maybe this is where i have a problem with this whole aspect of that okay. is that you know um american culture that i kind of grew up with mm -hmm. and, and again it might not be true I always thought about American culture as the great melting pot. Right. That is know? the way, that was the way it used to be sold, right. was the great melting pot. Well, well, but but I think that it's kind of what we were. You okay. know, I mean, that, that, that there is a certain amount of, even people who came from other countries mm -hmm. and came here, there was a certain amount of assimilation that took place. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as, you know, almost like the ultimate immigrants mm -hmm. were black people or Africans that were brought over. Yeah. Um, we did it better than anybody else. Because right. we had to. Right. You know what we, I mean? We, right. We, we didn't bring anything. No, right. 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 We had no choice. It was stripped away. It was, right. you know, you, you kind of had forbidden, to, actually. to do that. So what we are, especially when it comes to entertainment, you know, music, you know, popular music, especially, I mean, it is what black people have given to the world, at least black American people mm -hmm. have given to the world mm -hmm. because of this unique way in which we were a force to assimilate. Mm -hmm. And so I almost look at, um, it, it's hard for me to look at when, I guess, white people or people who aren't quote unquote of the culture mm -hmm. adopt that. And maybe I'm being overly optimistic here as anything other than an homage Mm -hmm. To me, so when I watch Tropic Thunder uh -huh. and I see Robbie Robert Downey Jr. Oh acting as a black guy, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh -huh. I walk away from that like saying I'm complimented. By yeah, it. and so and I know people <laughs> probably don't see it that way. And they upset. They're like, oh man, I'm mad. I'm angry. You know, it's like when I was in um, when I was in college. Uh, and um, I was in a music appreciation class, mm -hmm. and they were talking about Aaron Copeland. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had brought music over to the European composers, and they were like saying, dog, that ain't that, that ain't hit. Right, you know, right. no, 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 man. You you basically just spitting back to us what we can already do. do right, and yeah. so Aaron Copeland was kind of like, man, I, what, what am I, I going to do? What, what, what am I supposed to do? They said, Take it from the Negro. Yeah. yeah you know, and yeah. that's what he did. Yeah. He went, he assimilated that, and all of a sudden, he had a voice. Yeah. But those people knew. Yeah. So when those black artists, whether, you know, uh, the, the jazz artists, when they would go over to Europe, it was like, yes. Yeah. You know, because this is it. Yeah. You know, so they knew that that was yeah. where this was coming from, whether it was uh, jazz musicians or later rock and roll yeah you know yeah. I mean, so yeah um keith richards uh the beatles and rest of, they looked up to elvis that's true they did but don't believe that they didn't look up to little richard don't believe that yeah. they didn't you know little richard tell you i mean you can do a search on youtube i gave the beatles they start yeah you know because yeah. it opened up yeah. for little richard when he was in hamburg yeah. so i mean i and 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 I, I do understand with respect to our culture that 
there was a lot where these um, early innovators mm -hmm. did not get the credit and the money yeah. that they deserve. Yeah. So that part is horrible. Mm -hmm. That's awful. Yeah. You know, but to me that has nothing to do with the artists. Mm -hmm. That that to me is a whole different or, or the musicians who were kind of like together and kind of learning and and pulling off of one another. Mm -hmm. So, and I've went on a long rant. Let's keep it rolling. Sorry. Well, no, but the question is, where's yeah. the line? So, so um, uh, another point of, that we talked about previously was Elvis was dubbed King of Rock. Uh, Benny Goodman was the King of Swing. The question is, who did that? Was that, like you said, is, we know that they really um, were not the innovators. They were not the right. one who originated it but they got the credit for it. but was that like you said was that the artist's fault is that whose fault is that um that it uh it turned into uh, elvis being the king of uh rock right and and i i don't know if benny goodman or elvis were were, were racist or or did or said any racist thing in their life so i i that's not the discussion. You know, that, that, right. that, I, I'm not going there. Right. But I, I think it was a public writ large. And, and the okay. reason why I say that is that it happened to me in sports. Okay. And it happened during the time with the NBA. During okay. the, the, the 70s, the NBA was on its way out. And a lot of times when they interviewed white people about it, one of their complaints was that the NBA was too black. Oh, wow. It had become just way too black of a league. Oh, wow. They couldn't relate to it because it was black. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was it. So it was to the point where the NBA Finals, that, that you know, that's like the Super Bowl for the NBA, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was on tape delay, you know, so they wouldn't show it during time, prime time. You oh, would have wow. to watch it at like midnight, oh, wow. you know, to see the NBA Finals. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, it, it was it was horrible. So yeah. the league was falling apart until we got Magic in Los Angeles mm -hmm. and Larry Bird in Boston. Oh, and okay. Larry Bird being in Boston, and Boston became kind of for us growing up, that was the white team. Mm, you know what I mean? Wow. And, and, and so, it, but it gave white people, Larry Bird became the great white hope. And to his credit, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think about the pressure that's on people. I've never really thought about the pressure that was on Larry Bird mm -hmm. because Larry Bird, at least from what I know, was not a racist guy at all, mm -hmm. you know? And so for him to have this kind of thrust upon mm -hmm. him, it was, you know, <laughs> and, and then he had to live up to it. Yeah. Which to Larry's credit, he did, but it brought the NBA back. It gave white people something they can cheer to mm -hmm. for. And the irony of all of this is that one of the things that used to make Larry Bird the most angry and he felt was the most disrespectful thing that a coach could do is if they put a white guy on him to guard him. And Larry would get pissed off. He's like, get this guy off. Uh, he would brutalize. You are insulting me. Put a black guy on me. Oh, you wow. know that. Wow. So then that's why I, yeah. I to say that when it comes to those people, it's like even when uh, Bird and Magic and they finally got a chance to meet and yeah. talk, they realized how much they had in common, how much yeah. they got. So I don't think it's really that. Okay. I don't. I usually don't think it's the musicians. It it's, is what it, the press kit. It, it, it's, it's, it's the public. It's 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 that kind okay. of stuff that's out there that causes these things to okay. happen. You know that that you know for it, it, 
they didn't want to see, you know, like the the media or whatever, didn't want to see blacks and whites together mm -hmm. on the stage. But those musicians will go to clubs and they would play together. Yeah. So they would do this. Yeah. But it was it was just what was out there. Yeah. So that cult, that right, that, that white supremacist yeah. culture that was out there yeah. that caused Benny Goodman to be, you know, because really they probably didn't like Benny Goodman secretly. Because he, because was, he was Jewish. Jewish. Yep. You know that. Yeah. And then the same thing with Elvis. It's like, that was one of the things. It was like, you know, he's the king of rock and roll because they felt like they needed to push that. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that was something that was pushed by Elvis. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so there's another point to consider. Um, we're still talking about appropriation versus appreciation. Yeah. Eventually, both jazz and rock came to be thought of as white music, yeah. even though they're clearly historically originated by black artists. Right. Is this because we didn't hold on to the history of it? I, I think it, I, I, I agree with you there. And maybe less so with jazz than with rock. Okay. Uh, I, I think what happened with jazz is that slowly but surely more white people, more people from other cultures started to do it mm -hmm. than we did. We did. Okay. We're starting to see the same thing happen with baseball. Is that uh, right. um, you're seeing less black players right. come up playing baseball as opposed to, you know, playing other sports. Okay. And usually it's because to make it in a major league, it takes longer. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, you have to start on minor leagues. You have to make uh, less than a lot of money. Whereas, you know, by the time you, you do one year in college and now they're playing the college athletes millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know. The black when they kind of thinking about two of them, right. that's just not on their list. Right. So yeah. so um, I I think you're seeing that in jazz where yeah. you know just less black people are doing it. But with rock and roll, I I think there was a certain sense that black people kind of gave it away. Mm -hmm. You know that mm -hmm. that that with rock and some of the blues stuff that black people didn't. Uh, maybe appreciate Jimi Hendrix mm -hmm. as right. much as we right. should. Right, I know have. that was and, and that, that was Jimi Hendrix's frustration. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. He didn't get that, or black people hadn't appreciated like you know um, um, Lenny Kravitz as mm -hmm. much, and, mm -hmm. and it kind of like when when Tanstrand Darby, when he was Tanstrand Darby, Sananda Matreya, when he went off the reservation, yeah. you know, black folks didn't. Yeah, when he stopped doing right. his Sam Cooke. Type, type of thing. Song, well, yeah, right. and he just kind of went and started doing yeah, the same. Yeah. A lot of times we didn't follow that. We didn't, we weren't the big, you know, supporters of, of Love and Color, Love and Color yeah. of Tracy Chapman, of, you know, some of these other artists yeah. that are out there. I'm not saying all black people, right. but I'm just saying just it, it wasn't generally something that would play on quote unquote black radio stations, yeah. you yeah. know, and that, you know, you, you kind of had to be doing maybe R&B or rap. Right. in order to appeal to black Yeah, audiences. and that was one of the points we talked about before, too, whereas with rap, um, we are squarely, we as in a people, yeah. uh, are squarely. And we yeah. uh, let everybody know that rap will never be bested by right. a, a white artists. And, so. and we, we own that history. Yes. You know, so we, yeah. we, we keep going back we're more normally what it was. I know for us when we were growing up, black people were just we just weren't nostalgic. No, you know what I mean it's like if it happened a year ago, it, it's, it's old, old and it's yeah. buried, and I won't have nothing to do with yeah. it. You know, 
because like by the time I got to the 1980s, I used to love the Ohio players. Did not play one of their albums. <laughs> not, not, not. On one. to the news. Yeah, just nope. If you weren't doing something in 1980, I wasn't listening to what you were doing in 1978. <laughs> nope. Wow. <laughs> Done. Right. You know, it's over. Right. So and, and that was that was kind of the way that it was at that time. I mean, you know, we're in the new wave and all these other types of yeah. things. Whereas with rap, it's different. Rap has always kind of held on to its history. Yeah. Never let you forget, hey, where it started. You know, never forgot about, you know, Curtis Blow. Yeah. You know. Early innovators. Yeah. yeah. Melly Mel yeah. and, you know, the, um, so all, all of those older rappers, they never forget about Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Uh, Slick Rick. Yeah. You know, Too Short. All, all those guys that kind of happened, you know, LL Cool J that happened yeah. back in the day. You know, we... We don't necessarily forget that aspect of the yeah. history, you know. So yeah. um, that's kind of kept in front Whereas of people a little we bit didn't, more. We didn't do that for jazz and for rock. No, we 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 didn't. We we didn't. I like I never really heard like um, uh, somebody like uh, you know Fats Domino or um, or Chuck Berry mm -hmm. or um, Lil Richard on black radio. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I did not hear that yeah. growing up. Yeah. You know, so that, now if I went past some old 50 station, right. you know, that was probably won by white people. Yeah. I would hear it. Yeah. But you would not hear that mm -hmm. just on R&B. So I, I never really connected with it as R&B music. Yeah. You know, and, and so it was later that I really started to kind of get to the fact, oh, no, these guys, they innovate this stuff. They, yeah. you know, and start to see kind of the links, you know, between like a little Richard and a Prince. Yeah. And a Michael Jackson right. or, you know, yeah. a Chuck Berry and, you know, a Jimi Hendrix and a Prince and and, yeah. and all the, the theatrics and all the rest of this kind of stuff yeah. that, you know, it all kind of started there. But I didn't quite get that when I was, you know, a teenager. No. So. No. And then the final thing to consider that we weren't sure with that appropriation versus appreciation is, is appropriation a uniquely American idea? Because it seems like, again, even now, the Europeans know that blacks are the originators of blues, rock, and jazz. Right. It's like Wu-Tang Clan. I mean, you, you kind of yeah. get that they're taking a lot of stuff from Asian culture. Culture, yeah. You know, and, and I'm saying, we, we all kind of know that. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I, I, again, I almost look at it as homage. And, 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 and maybe some of it kind of stems from as far as black people, as far as being sensitive about it. And I don't want to make it seem like, oh, black people are crazy about being sensitive about it. Kind of comes from the whole minstrel shows. Yeah, you know, that yeah. was not a time in which you felt like they were paying homage oh, to no. you. You know, that was definitely them smacking you in the face. Yeah. You know, so I get it. And I get yeah. that, you know, sometimes you, you see certain things that you feel like, mm, hey, mm, no, right. they ain't coming from the right place. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, we have to evaluate it that way. Yeah. You know, we have to evaluate it whether or not we feel like it's coming from a place of hatred and, you know, it's like criticism, right? Yeah. Criticism is a worthy tool. Mm -hmm. You know, we all need it, but sometimes it depends on where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's coming out of, hey, I'm trying to help you, mm -hmm. you know, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. If it's coming from, I'm trying to tear you down, yeah. that's a whole different thing. Yeah. And that's the same thing with appropriation. It's sort of like 
when I watched Robert Downey Jr. in that movie, uh, Tropic Con Thunder, Thunder, I got one thing. When I saw that movie Soul Man, I got a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. These are two different situations yeah. where you see them wearing blackface, um, where to me, the way that it's handled mm -hmm. and, the, and, and the place from which it's coming are completely different. Yeah. And that that's where, you know, I, I think that we kind of have to look at it a little bit deeper mm -hmm. than just, hey, are you Eminem and you're rapping? Mm -hmm. And so because you're Eminem and you're white and you're rapping, you're appropriating, right. you know, black music and you have no right to do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that's, you know, so yeah. it's like Doja Cat, you know, I yeah. mean, she's what, South African or something like that? I don't know if so, she's half and half or black and white. Right, she is. But right. but but I'm saying that, that, that I think that she's got South African parents or something like oh, that. Okay. But, but, but she's not necessarily 100% like from the hood. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, so, I just, I didn't, I never got it when they're saying that Bruno Mars is appropriate and I'm like he's Hawaiian but he's a black I mean I look yeah. at Polynesian that he seems black to me again, I don't know I look at Bruno Mars as appropriating so much stuff from all over yeah. pop, the pop landscape. Right. You know I mean he appropriated from Sting and that's the thing too it's like appropriation is a weird thing so I, I was familiar with Bob Marley uh, you know, I, I you know I, I love jamming and and that Exodus before I even heard the Police. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was familiar with him, but when I heard the Police, the Police kind of reconnected me to reggae. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it really did, and so um, I you know coming back to Byron Marley, mm -hmm. it really kind of helped me mm -hmm. to even connect with it more mm -hmm. than what I had done before. And I know the police were really known for, yeah, or, or kind of bashed mm -hmm. for the appropriation, yeah. you know, because Sting used to sing in that accent yeah. and all the rest of that kind of stuff. After a while, I started singing in that accent. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was right. the same type of thing, yeah. you know. But I never felt like the police, that it was coming from a place. A disrespectful type No, of thing. I mean, I felt like it was something that they they respected it. They brought something to it. Well, and I kind of you know? felt that way, sorry, with Gwen Stefani and Harajuku Girls. Yeah. Because I had never heard of that before. And I thought it actually, it, it made me more curious about right. Asian fashion and, and the cultural, why these... Uh, type of girls dress the way they dress. Right. So in some ways it shined a light on it for yeah. me. And I'm but I'm sure that she probably could not do that album um now without right. you know a lot of yeah. Bajor. You know, yeah, you know yeah. but she always has done that. Yeah. She's always appropriated from different stuff. Different cultures. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just kind of really, you know, put her own little spin on it. Yeah. I, 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 artists that's what we are. Yeah, you know we 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 yeah. What's the difference between so influences? We take so and, much, right? right. And it, appropriation. It's, it's such to me. It's 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 like it's the raw materials mm -hmm. of what becomes the art that you hear. Yeah, it, it, it is yeah. all these things. Yeah, that's what artists do. Yeah. we bring together all these things. We we uh, we amalgamate all these things yeah. together, and just the way that we spit it out mm -hmm. is the way that makes it where it's like, wow, this right. is unique. This is that, but it's because it's taking in all of this stuff. Yeah, it we are the ultimate appropriators. Yeah, so it's hard for me to come down hard on that yeah. because. That's what we do as artists. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you disagree, you know, hey, throw it in the comments, you know. <laughs> I was about but to say, that's again, the, this is the perfect time. We need right. to hear what you think. Yeah. Um, so again, what do you think? Yeah. Um, what is the line between appropriation, appreciation, influences, homage? Um who's to say 
what culture is being appropriated? Is it across all cultures or is it only, you know, because I think a lot of people, like you said, only point to if it's it, white it, and black. Yeah, if it's or, a minority culture right, versus yeah, right, a majority thank you, thank culture, you, right? If, right. If, if it's being appropriated right. in that type of way. Right. So, you know, we're really curious about this topic because, again, it affects us. Right. You know, because I love to ingest. Like you said, things and, and my fried chicken, I put curry because I like that right. little Indian flavor. So, again, I'm, well, I'm constantly... Quote, um, unquote, gay or queer culture. How, yes. how much has that influenced oh, everybody? My goodness. You know what I mean? Right. And so, so, again, it's yeah. sort of like, you know, when we start thinking about those things, yeah. you know, is that kind of what gets you on the road to even acceptance? Is that... Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of saying, I, I kind of dig that. It's got a little flavor of life, yes, you know? right. That, that is, it's part of our culture. It's, it's, it's the thing that kind of weaves us together. That I mean, I think that's why, you know, America was the quote-unquote melting pot. And, I, and again... Not trying to say America did that perfectly. Right, and not to say that, don't get it wrong, we're not saying that there's no racism. So don't even, that's a different topic for a different day. None of that We're just talking about as as far as artists and how we should view that because that affects our creation. It does. So, I mean, that's kind of fundamental. And I I mean, and I always say that, that I I have a cross and a Buddha in the bathroom and I'm sure somebody is going to say that you can't mix the two and how could you? And, and you know, so isn't that kind of, I guess, an example of what somebody could object to? Right. What do you guys think? Please put in the comments below. We really want to know what you think on this topic because it's important to us. And what else? Yeah, and sugar. Speaking of appropriation, <laughs> what? Sugar oh, say, okay. you know, right. I, I'm not gonna say that we did not appropriate. Uh, right, uh, because <laughs> I kind of was going for the anime look with our uh, cover graphics. Yeah, so and, again, and, and the music too. I mean, so yeah, so again, yeah. again, I, as I say, it's the building blocks of everything that yeah. we do. And again, you can stream it anywhere that. You stream your, your music, yeah, wherever you might stream it, Okay. Yes. Also, there are ringtones for every song on Sugar Fit. So please avail yourself of those. The link is below. If you dig the vibe, if you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease. <laughs>